So, James Chapman, how's uh, how's your week going? Man, it is going great. I spent a whole afternoon. I'm looking up here at my board. I laid out my whole new plan of how we're going to just absolutely dominate um, our new sales goal. And you know, it's it's here's what's fun. So, I brought in my VP of operations yesterday while we were doing this, and uh, I'm really pushing. Uh, pushing her to really expand like her leadership, how she thinks about how this company makes money. Right. And so I made her sit in while I did this. Normally this would be something I would do on my own and then go and just bring it up to, to leadership. Right. Mm -hmm. So I made her sit in on this. And by the time we finished, so we started with the number we want to achieve. And then like how we get those numbers from different avenues, from email campaigns to Google's to referral partners, current clients, all that. And then we started breaking out like, okay, well, what, what should each of these sections do? And then, you know, we get down to current clients and I tell you, it, it was, it was actually fun. So um, when we got down to the clients, we were talking about like, what's important for a current client, like helping them multi-line, advising them, right? If they cancel asking why, so we have feedback on what we can do better, but then I put happy clients, you know, stay right. And then, so I was like, you know, I was like, fill in the blank. A blank client is a happy client. And she gave her answer. So I was like, you know what? I want to know what the whole company says. So I put it on Slack. I said, all right, everybody, fill in the blank. A blank client is a happy client, you know? And uh, here's some of the things I got back. A respected client is a happy client. A appreciated client is a happy client. A covered client is a happy client. Um, an educated client is a happy client, Right. Like uh, an advised client is a happy client. And I'm thinking, okay, man, there's all these wonderful answers. Now, everybody just told me what makes a happy client. Are we making happy clients? Happy clients see a value in something. I'm happy when I feel like when I spend my money, I'm getting more than the money I gave. Mm -hmm. The return is better than the cash I pulled out of my pocket for it, right? right. It's a no-brainer. That's what makes me happy. And there's different things that do that. I, I want to be respected. I want to be advised. I want to be appreciated no matter where I'm doing business at, right? So, uh, you know, it's just kind of fun breaking the sound. But when we finished, it looked like she had smoke coming out of her ears. She was done. She was toasted, all right? I mean, we spent two and a half hours like really hammering on this thing. I mean, we covered the whole entire whiteboard. And I, I said, because she told me one of her goals was she wanted to learn more of what, of how to make money. She wanted to better understand that. And we finished, this isn't making money, right? But it is because it takes this shit, laying it out, now executing on it. That's what makes money. I was like, see, this is making money. I was like, it's not sexy, is it? She's like, no, it's like, it's paying the ass in it. She's like, yeah. I was like, that's why most people won't fucking do it this far in the limit the kind of money they can make. 
Money is, is nothing but a tool. It's a, it's a scale. Mm-hmm. And if you can provide people those things that give them all that value, that's what they give you in return. Right? So, you know, it, it's a weird world we live in. You, you have like, people see the world as the haves and the have nots or, you know, the good and the evil. Like, there is nothing wrong with making a lot of money. As long as you're viewing it in the right way, you know? So, remember that next time you're sitting down and you're writing something out, you're busting your ass, you know, you're getting your little, your little mental sweat on and you can't figure it out. You try it, then you ball it up, and you have to start over, or you spend all that time putting something together, and it, it doesn't work for shit. Like that's the stuff you you're probably on the right track because you need to you need to revise, you need to revise, see if it works, revise, see if it works, revise, see if it works, revise. Like the people who keep doing that are the ones who win, and they're more successful not because of the amount of money they make, because they strive and they push till they find a better solution. And then when they find that better solution, guess what they fucking do? They don't settle on it. They keep working through it. And then they find a better revised way to do it. And it helps them get a little further. Yeah. And that's, that is one of those things. So when we were, when we were also doing our, um, our goal changing, I think it was like the day before Thanksgiving or something like that. Uh, we all came in for a half day and what I noticed was I was getting all excited. I was like, oh, man, we're about to put all this stuff down. We're going to figure out what we didn't do last year, what we did do last year, figuring out, you know, the things that we said that we were going to start but never did. Or, you know, what, what brought us to the point of actually hitting goal this year, right? Um, and what are the things that we said we were going to do that, that, we, that we started to implement and then we were like, oh, you know what? This is actually just spending money. This is not generating new things. Yeah. Um, and so we were going into it and then, you know, creating all of the things that, that you have to create to, um, you know, get your numbers correct. Doing, laying the groundwork, right? And then also starting all the new, the paperwork, right? All, all the new uh, documents and everything's blank right and mm. i get i get all i get all antsy and yeah excited, right <laughs> and i'm like man this is a new year this is a new this gives us a new shot to go even higher than where we were yeah right and then the 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 general consensus around the table with the folks um it, everybody's like ah oh, this is stressing me out we have a whole we have to fill up that whole thing and you know, this and that and the other thing. And I'm like, man, you guys are looking at it wrong, right? We did really well last year, this year. Mm-hmm. We did really well. But now this gives us an opportunity to do better and help more people and on track to our goal of putting a million people in a million houses. Yeah. Right? Like this is, this is what this is. This, is. this is our little piece of the pie. Um, and every person that we put up on this board, every address that goes up, we are helping more people get into moms, period. Yeah. And I, I think that's the thing, you know, a lot of people look at it for the money. There's a lot of things I won't do for money. I'm not going to lie, cheat and steal. 
right? Right. Like even if I won't even do that, I'm definitely not going to do a legal shit to make money. Right. So, you know, the money's a byproduct and you really got to get focused on that. That, that should not be your why your why should be, you should have a different why. Right. And the money's a byproduct. The money helps me determine if I'm delivering to what I say. Right. If I have more clients, there's more people paying me money. There's more margin. The other aspect of this, have, have you ever thought about it this way, that you're actually responsible for your clients with what you do with that money? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you paid me for a service. I delivered on that service, and now there's a margin. There's a profit. It, that's my money. I can do whatever the hell I want to with it, right? But I view it as I have a responsibility. I turn around and reinvest that back into the company so I can help more clients. But also I can deliver better services. I got better training. I give better pay so my people are more satisfied. They feel more accomplished with what they're doing, right? Not just trying to cut the margin so tight that I keep so much of it. it makes me feel good. But like, what, how is it providing a better service to my customers? And I think when you start looking at it like that, you know, you can do, you, you'll be amazed at how much more your organization does. And in turn, how much more you'll make. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's a weird thing. The less you think about money and the, and the service you provide, the more money you'll have. I just yet believe you, that. Yet on the other flip of the coin, you have to be thinking about your money and you have to be conscious of where your money is going to mm. continue to do the things that you have to do on the left side. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, going into that, you know, you were talking about, you know, the things that you won't do for money. Um, I do want to say this week I had, so Keller Williams has like a main phone number, right? So you can call Keller Williams, you know, get a hold of the agent you're looking for or whatever it may be. So some agents, uh, send out postcards, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they send it out to the neighborhoods that they want to be in and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, people, you know, respond back. We had a lady call the actual Keller Williams office um, on the south side, and they called, and the ladies in the front office picked up, and then usually I've got a pretty good relationship with them, and if if I'm on the board that day, they'll go ahead and just send me the call, right? Um, turns out there's an agent in my office that sent out a postcard, that person called the Keller Williams instead of getting a hold of that person and um, and ended up getting in touch with me, right? So I'm, I'm clarifying the lead. I'm going through, I'm going through, I'm going through, talking to her. At the end of the thing, she says, yeah, you know what? I was actually calling for this person, but it seems like you're going to be able to help me. So I appreciate you picking up and I appreciate you handling this thing. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. You know? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no problem. I've, you know, got all the information. She was ready to list her house. And I, I hung up the phone and I was like, yep. <laughs> yeah. it's like, ah, oh, shit, man. Um, and first thought I was like, you know, you snooze, you lose. Right. Yeah. Right. I was like, this is business, baby. Um, 
then on the other half of it, I was like, man, what is it going to take if I just walk down the damn hall and just say, hey, look, this person came in. They called off your thing. Here's your lead. They're ready to list tomorrow. So that's what I did. Yeah. Uh, because there are things that happen in life that you only get certain chances and they come up on purpose. It is a morality test it is specifically just that and it i genuinely believe that there are things that pop up in your day and your year on purpose yeah and i the team got to see how i reacted to it that was important but also i got to see how my uh, how my first thought wasn't just you know i got to see how i i, I operate yeah. Right? And how I've grown over these things because it would have taken me a lot harder a few years ago to give up that thing. Yeah. Because I know how easy it would have been and how I would have gotten the listing, right? It would have been no problem. Yeah. And nobody would have known. Nobody would have known. Yeah. Yeah. So the the reason I bring that up is because you, you touched on that. And it's it's important to understand that there are things that that are not important on large scales, but at the the old black line, mm-hmm. it matters. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? What do you think that would have said to uh, to your team? Mm-hmm. You know, we do whatever it takes, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they would have said, "Oh, wow, it's cool. It's cool in this situation." It also may make them go, "Wait till they have. They think they have a conflict." with a pay situation and they, and you're, they're sitting in your office and going, well, I thought it was supposed to be this. And you're like, no, 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 it, it was this, this is right. And they don't believe you then, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm with you, man. Yeah, I agree. There's, there's, there's tests. And there's been times where I failed them to a certain level and you gotta, you gotta take that and you gotta marinate on that shit. Right. And, um, but you know, that's, that's your, your right on point. What do we always try to do first? Justify why we're right. Mm-hmm. And then, then making the right decision. So there is places where I know I've been taken advantage of or I've given the benefit of the doubt when the benefit of the doubt wouldn't come back. But I don't do it for that person. I do it for fucking me. Because money isn't the end. That's not the end all be all. Yeah. No. Um, it's, it's just not. It's just not. So I made that decision a while back when I was thinking about all right, here's you ready for this? Yeah. All right. So it hit me a while back. Look, I serve my country. I fucking love my country. Um, but I will tell you right now, you one of the biggest <laughs> bullshit things you get pulled over your eyes is income tax. Income tax for employees is bullshit. You literally work. All you have to trade is your time for money. You sit there and trade your time for money, and the government takes a big cut of it. Fucking bullshit. And then they turn around, and then the money that you net, they turn around when you go to spend it. They tax it again. We're not nearly as free as we like to believe on shit like that, okay? 
They have you by the balls. Every way you turn, they tax the living shit out of you. You, uh, you know, I'm sitting here trying to spend money in my building down here and I got to get approval for additional shit and pay extra fees. And I have no choice in it. No choice in it to spend my own money on my own building. How fucking free is that? All right. So the thought crept up. I was driving one day. I was like, it, it's, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. The whole thing, the whole scheme is bullshit. Like why? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just, why not just take everything you can, however you can, right? Mm-hmm. That was a thought running through my head. Like do whatever you got to do to just play the system in any, every, in any and every way. Like, cause I was angry, right? And it's cause it was like it, the veil pulled back and I really started thinking about how all the ways we just were like worker bees, man. And we just provide and they just take it. It made me angry, man, like angry, really not even so much for me, but for my people, you know, man, you got a regular W2 employee that's sitting there trying to make ends meet and grow. Like they're the ones getting fucked, dude. They get fucked. Right. So then it hit me. I was like, well, but that's not who I am. I don't, I don't, I don't live by these moral rules to make other people or part of society happy. I live by it to satisfy me because that's what matters to me. It doesn't matter at the end of the day, if, if it's not a fair system, when I'm old, hopefully I'll get old and I die like, and it's all done and over with, at least I don't have my peace of mind. Cause it ain't going to be nothing else. It ain't going to be that cash or who I, who I took care of or who I took advantage of and all that. It's going to be how I feel about myself. And that's so it. I was like, well, just fucking deal with it. Grab your ankles. Let them keep fucking you. Cause that's the way it works. And, but make a difference in this world that doesn't, that just really just sticks a middle finger up at them and says, fuck you anyways. I'm not going to take advantage. I am going to live to my moral code. And I'm going to show that even because of all this other bullshit, I can still be a better human being. And that's, that's my rant. Yeah, no, that's, that, it's important. And it's, it's one of those things that those thoughts are genuinely the correct thoughts to, to be having. Cause you look at the system and, and how, the Republic and all of this, it's so new. All of it's new, right? This, this entire American test is new, right? You go back just a little bit in, in, in past time and you have tyranny, you have, you know, violence, you have, we take, we plead, you know, whatever it is, right? That's, that's human nature is to, not have the system of, you know, my neighbor is my friend versus my family's my friend and we fight families, right? Mm -hmm. And if you have a big enough family, you have more. That's, that's what that, that's what that boils down to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so you look at it and you have, a large family, which is, you know, our communities, right? Our um, United States of America. We have a very large community being run 
by a very small community mm-hmm. that we, in quotations, have put into play, right? Which is very weird because the people that are, are you know, keeping everything civilized, those people are very weird people, right? They, they take, right? They have a system that, that is, is set up for, you know, taxes and, and justice and this whole, this whole realm. But if we look at it in, in, in the sense of like these people, if you go to like your council meetings, you know, there's these people, they're just saying, they're like, fuck you guys, you know, you guys suck. And they just sit there and take it. They're just mm-hmm. eating it, right? And then at the end of the day, nothing changes. And it's the same fucking system that it's always been, you know, since, since its inception. So it's just, it's, it's weird, dude. The, 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 the whole system, I can't come up with a better one. I'm just saying yeah. it's very weird. Yeah. But oh hey, but it, when you buy a house, you know you owe us taxes. Oh, when which I understand taxes to a certain extent of of understanding yeah. that hey, we need roads, we need these things. Yeah. At what point are we actually putting that money into that that our communities and not our leaders yeah. of our communities? Yeah. Because that's where I've got the fucking problem. If you want to serve your community, great. You shouldn't be paid. Community service, bitch. Personally, yeah, I mean, we could get down this road. I mean, there's there's some pieces of that I agree with. I mean, uh, you know, the pay piece, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't. Um, I mean, there's got to be people paid to do certain things, certain levels. But man, you'll get me on a fucking rant. Just even local, and like I said, I, I, you're right. I don't know a better system. I'm just saying, you know, it's all, it's all just a, a setup to make it to kind of, it's, it's just duct tape together, man. It does seem and, and it, and it hits and it hits people at the lowest level. A lot of times the hardest and it drives me fucking crazy, you know, cause you have no choice in it, you know? So, but speaking of talking about this stuff, morals, all that. Hey, if you're one of the fucking people that said, oh, let's get through 2020, 2021, let me tell you something. You better fucking prove it. You're 30 days out. So if you're all can't wait for 2020 to be over and you're wishing this year away, what the fuck are you prepping to do to make 2021 good? If that's the way you you view it and value it, you're not wrong. But just remember, you, you wished away your most precious asset, and that's your fucking time on this earth. You better prove it in 2021, baby. You better prove it hard, or, or, you're, or you're just a bitch. You are. Yep. You know? It's something something that, that, you, that you touched on um, was your most valuable thing is your time right and i'm going to go back to the book green lights um from matthew mcconaughey he said that his parents never put him on like restriction they never put him in time out he got his ass beat and then they moved on and he said the reason for that was because his dad 
Ed explained to him that his most valuable thing in this world is his time. That's legit. And that is that has sat with me since the moment I listened to that. I was like, holy shit. What are you teasing your kid when you put them in timeout? Yeah. That they can waste their time in the corner. There should be a repercussion for something that happened, just like in life. And guess what? You move forward. But what is our jail system? Exactly that, wasting your fucking time. Yeah. I, I'm not going into it. But the, that whole process, anyways, going back to it, yeah, your most valuable time or your most valuable thing is time. Yeah. Right? Maybe you should be, rethink that little timeout situation that you guys have been doing. But we do not do timeout. I'm so happy that you don't. Yeah. We have um we have chore time. That's good. You I like forgot it. I might take something, you know, my kid either lo- she'll lose something. Um, so she's got to spend her time differently. Uh, but a lot of times I, I've really changed it to chores. Like, Hey, okay, guess what? You get to go to the backyard and, um, clean all the dog shit out of the backyard. I mean, dog shit in the backyard. You, you get to play with the dogs. I pay to feed them. Like, you know, I get it. It's your turn. I've done it plenty of times. Walk around picking up piles of dog shit out of the backyard. So when you go sit by the pool, it doesn't smell like dog shit. That's right. You know, or hey, let's clean up. Let's clean up the bedroom. You know, so you know, but you can you can gamify that shit with yourself too. Yeah. You know, I used to when I was single, I used to go eat a steak dinner every Friday night. Fucking big ass fucking steak dinner every Friday night. It was also when I was single. Go eat wherever the fuck I wanted to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. I only got that if if I hit my goal every week. If I didn't hit my goal, I didn't go get that steak dinner. It's punishment. It's good. It's about setting things up so yeah. that you understand the difference between doing what you're supposed to do, going above what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And when you do fall under that line of good threshold. Okay. Let's put a bow in this bad boy. I am going to, um, let me grab this really quick. Hold on. I want to share this. Cause we talked about, talked about a lot of stuff. I want to leave you with, uh, leave the listeners with a little something. So look, I just said what I said about 2021. If you were one of those people, then get your head out of your ass and get planning. You need to be planning anyways. It's December. It's, it's planning time. All right. So here's a little thing I've had for a long time. I've shared it before. I'll share it again. It's called the five pillar foundation. All right. And what this is, is how I set goals. So there's a five pillar foundation. That's the, that's the title, but you have five areas to focus on personnel. So employees and staffing, performance, so that's planning, growth, and management, production, the actual numbers, okay, sales and numbers, Um, procedures, so like how you want things, how things are done, set some goals on, uh, you know, some areas where you can work on your SOPs, and then personal, your individual goals that are not related to your work or your company, 
That's the five areas, personnel, performance, production, procedures, and personal. Write down, I usually do three to four items per section, and I, I set some goals up. And then I keep it on me and see how I do. I do that, and then, you know, another thing I do is, got this from Ed Milet, I put, I take and open a note on my phone, I fill out some just some high-level goals. I take a screenshot of it, and then I make it my my um, like my wallpaper for my phone. So I see it all day, every day. Some mornings when I wake up, my alarm goes off. I turn off my alarm. I just open and look at it and just read through it. And then some nights before I go to bed, if I'm kind of like reading a couple of articles before I before I lay my phone down, I just read through it again. Not every night, but a good bit, just so it's, it's fucking stuck in here, you know? Try some of these things. Get serious about it, you know? And then, then you got the motherfuckers who say, well, uh, New Year's resolutions or goals, there's only a small percentage of people who actually accomplish it. Okay. All right. Well, what, what if you're this one small percentage this year? What if you do it for the next 10 years in a row and you finally hit one? Thank God, at least you finally got one because you weren't going to hit it if you didn't plan on it anyways. You know what I'm saying? Take some fucking initiative. Yeah. But uh, the other half of that is, you know, yeah, some people don't follow through. Like that's human nature is to forget and you, you fall back into what your habits are and what you do. Like that, that's human nature. I see setting goals for a business as something completely different right? There's things that I say that I'm going to do this and I don't do it. There are are those things that fall through the cracks, but that also means that I probably was not ready, which is not an excuse, but it's just simply like, Hey, you know, that didn't happen. Let's figure out if it's actually important to me or not. Fucking business goals, bro. That's everybody. That's everybody you have around you inside your company. That's exactly what they should be focused on. Yeah. That is not a, something you set out there and you're like, Oh, maybe this will happen. No, this motherfucker's happening. Right. Everybody, everybody sees what's going on. Everybody's making moves to make this happen. Yeah. You got, you got how many people are over there? Uh, nine of us. You've got nine plus you. Yeah. Okay. So nine people total pushing for the same fucking thing. Do you know how powerful that is? Yeah. Like that period, if you've got you and one other person and you guys are working on the same goal, that's two people working on something, right? That's fucking powerful, period. Just saying. And they all see that happening. Shit just, it's different. It just, yeah. it's, it's different. But, guys, but, but with that, and then we'll be done. If it looked the hardest, the hardest part is when it's just you and the company to get that going, but treat it the same, treat it the same, man, sit down, plan it, go do it. Just like if there was somebody else sitting there because when you got other people, yeah, I have to spend a lot of energy keeping other people motivated, but there's sometimes man where I'm just dragging ass and somebody's fired the fuck up and it picks me up. So, you know, it, do it to as well. If, if it's just you, that's right. So, all right. Guys, don't forget about our partnership with Jocko Fuel. I'm, I'm botching this, James. I'm botching this. 
all right, let me just help you out. Hey, check it out. All right. And if you like a little something, use grind 10, G R I N D one zero. Thank I you. you. I got you back like a sweater. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you guys for listening. We did our little Spotify breakdown the other day. And guess what? We've got listeners in Australia, 300% grown in Australia. How does that even happen, James? I don't know, but I fucking love those, those folks. Thank you. We appreciate you. And if you're taking your time out to listen, that's probably the most important thing in this world. And I, I'm, I genuinely thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. For, from a couple of Georgia boys, much appreciated. Very much. Out.